Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menounos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, friends. It's going to be a great day because, as I say every day, we're going to get to know better and then be better. And we're doing it together because we're better together. Heal Squad, I am so excited for today's episode. Oh my goodness. Marie Forleo, my dear friend and uh, entrepreneur, bestselling author, is going to be on the show today. We're going to lead with a quote of the day from her. When you know what's important, it's a lot easier to ignore what's not Oh my gosh, I am so, so excited. You know, we are healing in all areas of life, not just health and wellness. We're healing our finances. We're healing our relationships. We're healing so much. So today we're healing in business and we're going to help break down the blocks that are stopping you or preventing you from having your best business or, you know, starting your business. You are going to learn so much today. Uh, Marie Forleo, like I said, is an entrepreneur, best-selling author, philanthropist, life and business coach dedicated to helping you become the person you most want to be. She's the founder of the online business program, B-School, and her work is devoted to helping people realize their dreams. I am very excited because I reached out to Marie recently and I said, I think it's time I do B-School. She was like, I am redoing it. It's brand new. It's going to launch in February. So don't don't get the the old one, get the new one. So I'm waiting with bated breath. Uh, it's going to be here in February at some point, but she's doing this live three-day dream business boot camp, February 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's free. And so uh, we'll put a link to that in the summary of this episode. Um, so we'll start with that at the very least. Uh, without further ado, let's get into our conversation with Marie. So Marie, I come to you from my office with my horrible, this looks like a mushroom pink penis or something on my microphone. This is so ugly. If you're on YouTube friends, you're seeing it. If you're just listening to this in audio, trust me, it looks like a a pink pink topper. 
Yeah, no, <laughs> which is hilarious and kind of awesome. Let's face it. But hopefully the sound is great for you all. Cause that's the whole goal of this. Kevin was like, I think the sound should be better. So here we are. Um, friends. So nice to see you as always. And, oh. and get to chat with you. Thanks for having me on. This is super fun. It's been a while since you were on the show. I feel like um, maybe that was like two years ago. It was right at the beginning of COVID or right before COVID? It was. It was two Christmases ago. Jeff was still with wow. us. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, time Long is so time. squishy to me these days. I don't know about you guys, but like I really have to work my brain to go, wait, how long ago was that? Because sometimes I, I can't remember what I had yesterday for lunch. But it's in any so event. It's so crazy. Well, and it's funny because I um, – I remember after we spoke, I was like, I really got to do this B-School thing. And then we went to the Napa event together and you were like, what do you want to do? We'll just, we'll map it out. We'll figure it out. Like, tell me how much you want money you want to make and, and then we'll just yeah. map it out. And I was like, damn, it's that easy. <laughs> and so um, I ended up pivoting into the Dr. Joe world and going down that path because healing was a little bit more important in that moment. And I remember calling you a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, maybe, and being like, I got to do B-School. Like, this is the time. And you're like, I'm launching this whole new thing. So we'll get to that in a bit. But I would love to know more about how you kind of got down that whole entrepreneurial path. Was it always what you wanted to do was to work for yourself? I didn't know that I always wanted to do that. So basically for me, when I graduated from school... I went to Wall Street. I went to the New York Stock Exchange. Um, And the reason I did that is because I could never see myself sitting behind a desk. As you know, because we're friends, I have a lot of energy. So sitting Mm -hmm. behind a desk for me felt like I can't do it. And so I was like putting on my game face every day, Maria, showing up. And again, this is like 1998. So we're taking it way back. And what was interesting to me was like, there was, you couldn't sit down all day. There was so much energy. There was so much happening there. And I noticed a few things. One, first of all, is 99.9% men, especially in those days. Second of all, the folks around me were making like a gajillion dollars. Um, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I'm the first in my family to go to college. So things were tight at home and, and certainly not this world that I was in. But the interesting thing is I noticed that so many of the guys that I worked with, they pined for these two weeks out of the year that they had vacation and it felt mm. like they were miserable the rest of the time. And so <laughs> I would show up every day, right? And I'm like, okay, this is great. And then I started to get into the culture and the culture was like this. It was basically the, the bell would ring and then everybody would hit strip clubs and start doing lines of Coke. And then you'd show up. The, I was like, what? this is not my life. Like this is not what I signed up for. So cut to about six months into that gig. I started like hearing this voice inside Maria that was saying like, this isn't you, this isn't what you're supposed to do. This isn't who you are, what you're meant to be in the world. And I tried to not listen to that voice because I said, no, this is your first gig. You have health insurance. You have a paycheck. Like this is you being in the real world. You have to stick it out. Mm -hmm. And time was going on and the voice kept getting louder and louder until one day I had what I can only identify as like a panic attack on the floor. I didn't have words for that then. I just was super dizzy. I couldn't breathe. And I went to my boss and I was like, can I go get a cup of coffee? I need to step out for a minute. He's like, yeah, sure. So I left the floor and I didn't go get a cup of coffee. I ran to Trinity Church. So I had just graduated from a Catholic school and I was basically trained in moments of crisis. You look up and ask for guidance. You pray, you ask for help. And so I found myself 
sobbing on the steps of the church because I felt like such a loser. I was like, my parents busted their buns to put me through school. I want to quit. I don't know what else I want to do. And I feel like crazy. So I picked out my um, flip phone, remember those? And I called (laughs) my dad because that was the first thing that I got to do. God was like, call your dad. So I called my dad and I'm crying. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I hate it here. I don't want to bring shame on the family. Like you work so hard. And my dad's like, Ray, stop. He's like, you've been working since you're nine years old. You'll figure it out, but you had to listen to me now. You're going to be working for the next 40, if not 50 years of your life. You have to find something you love. And if this job is making you this sick, then you need to quit and figure out something else to do because that's the only way that your life is actually going to make any sense. So while I didn't know, Maria, how to figure out something I love to do, I knew that where I was wasn't it. And my dad basically gave me the gift of a permission Mm -hmm. slip that I wasn't going to bring shame on the family for quitting a job and not having a backup. Do you know what I mean? And just being a loser. So I went on a bit of an odyssey and I was like, okay, I really love business because my dad was a small business owner and I really love art and creativity. I'm like, okay, how do I make this work? And I thought of, why don't I work at magazine publishing? That sounds amazing. I'm a woman. I love magazines. It sounds really great. There's not 99.9% men and I'm just this freak show over on the side. (laughs) So I got a job as an ad assistant at um, Gourmet Magazine, Condé Nast Publishing, big publishing house. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. My boss was this like powerhouse woman. She was a badass. I'm like, this is so cool. Publisher was a woman. I'm like, this is great. Six months into that gig, that voice comes back, Maria. It's like, Marie, this isn't who you are. This isn't what you're meant to do. This isn't who you're supposed to be. And I'm like, like, what's wrong with me? Like, why do I not want to keep a job? And I thought, okay, maybe I'm still on the business side too much. Wall Street, numbers, the ad sales part of a magazine business, numbers, quotas, right? What if I belong on the editorial side? Isn't it so sad that we think something's wrong with us because something just isn't right? Like we think that we're supposed to just stick with something because it's such a bad thing that we have like kind of, you know, printed on all of us. Yeah. And I started to feel like I was broken because, you know, as a young person, you know, all of my friends, I was watching them like get promotions and like, you know what I mean? Starting like to develop real lives. And here I am at these entry level jobs, like struggling, wanting to quit and feeling like, like just lost. So I basically went to HR and I said, Hey, I don't care if it's a lateral position. I don't care if I I make less money. I I can't do this. Do you have anything on any magazine possible on the edit side? I said, okay. Finally, a position came up in the fashion editorial department of Mademoiselle magazine. I was like, okay, this is going to be it, right? Photographers working with designers, like helping layouts. I'm like, this is going to be awesome. So I get that gig. Six months goes by, the novelty wears off and the freaking voice came back. Marie, this isn't who you are. This isn't what you're supposed to do. This is, and I'm like, at this point, Maria, I thought that I was so seriously broken. I'm like, how could I have been the valedictorian of my class? I absolutely want to work. I want to make a difference in this world, but I suck at every single dream job that I've been able to get. So I was on the internet one day, probably when I shouldn't have been. And I stumbled upon this article about a new profession at the time. So this is like 1999 now. It was about a profession called coaching and how there were these new people out there that were able to strategically work with other people on like goals and creating this beautiful life. And it wasn't like therapy. It was more focused on the future and you were partners with people. And 
as weird as it sounds, Maria, when I read this article, something in me lit up like a Christmas tree. It was as though the clouds had parted and there was little cherubs and like sunbeams shot out of their eyes. And it was like, oh, and it felt like, like, this is who you are. Even though I had the feeling in my heart, my mind took over was like, what are you crazy? Like who's going to hire a 23 year old life coach? You haven't even lived life yet. You're in piles of debt. You keep quitting every job that you ever have. You're a total loser. Who the hell's heard of a life coach is the cheesiest thing ever is just one more thing you're going to fail at. So I had that voice in my head, but I couldn't deny that there was this almost soulful pull towards this thing that I couldn't deny. So I signed up for a three-year coach training program that was all done remotely which was pretty revolutionary in Mm -hmm. 1999. And I kept my job during the day. Then a few months went by and I get a call from the HR department at Vogue magazine. They have this promotion for me. It's more money. It's more prestige. All the things that we're supposed to want in life. So that was my fork in the road. It was, do you stay on this corporate path with the paycheck, the reliability, people understand what you do. It's like this whole prestige thing. Or do you quit and do this weird ass life coaching business that you have no idea how to do? You're like just a life coach in training. And yeah, so I uh, I picked the path less traveled. I started bartending and waiting tables in New York City, which was part of how I put myself through college. And then I started figuring out how to build a business during the day. And because the internet was so new and I was so insecure about my age, that the internet was the perfect way for me to start creating content. And I didn't lie about my age, but I got headshots shown. I, I should get them for you because you'll crack Did you up. put white hair on yourself? I had a bob because when I was working on Wall Street, I basically gave myself a pixie cut because I was getting hit on so much that I thought if I cut off all my hair that I would be less attractive and people would take me seriously. Oh my God, so your beautiful I- signature hair. Oh yeah. It was a pixie cut girl. And so at this point I had a bob and I put on this suit and I had these black and white headshots taken that honestly made me look probably about 15 older, 15 years older than what I was. And so you asked me how I got started. Did I always know I wanted to be an entrepreneur? No, I, I failed my way into entrepreneurship. Wow. Yeah. I think it's so scary. And a lot of people end up staying at that first job on wall street till they get cancer. Um, and then maybe it's too late to pivot or then maybe they would have stayed at Mademoiselle or then maybe they would have taken Vogue. Um, betting on yourself is so hard. Do you feel like it really takes a certain kind of person? You know, I think, and this is my true belief in my soul. I feel like every single one of us has such tremendous strength inside and such tremendous possibility. It may be latent. It may be strength that you haven't fully developed yet. Just like if you can't do pushups at this moment, doesn't mean you can't do pushups. You just might not have gotten that kind of strength built up yet. I think that it takes the type of person who's willing to face a lot of rejection to have a lot of disappointment, to have a lot of ups and downs, but who craves freedom more than anything else. Hmm. Craving freedom more than anything else. I think freedom is all over my chart. Is it really? Yeah. Even as uh, an astrologer was like, kids, I don't know about you. You need freedom. But even with freedom being so important, I have always found it so much easier to be employed And to get that steady income for me, I always had to support my parents and I had to take care of everybody. So 
that was something that, <clears throat> excuse me, happened anyway. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, the TV world, you're not really kind of, you know, being an entrepreneur ish in that kind of way. You're, you are a hired gun and that was easy, but I do know that anytime I've had to veer off, uh, like even when we built after buzz, Kevin was the one who was ballsy in that area. Cause he really is an entrepreneur. I, I know I want that, but it's scary to have to yeah. do all of that work. Now I am one and I do that every day with this show and, and all of that, but I understand the feeling of fear of betting on yourself. So if it is something that you crave and would like to do, what are the steps to ensure you have a smoother ride as you go do this, as you, as you attempt it? Is it something that you make your side hustle at first until you can, you know, have a soft landing? What are the steps? So I love that you're asking this because this is really important and I want to make this super clear. So at this point in the game, um, in my career, so I've been doing my business now profitably for over 22 years and I've helped over 80,000 people start and grow their businesses. And I've watched so many people from every walk of life do this so many different ways so that I have perspective and so much to share on this. So number one. That 23-year-old loser who couldn't keep a job, who had no idea what she was going to do, helped 80,000 businesses be built. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And and so again, and I was so full of fear and insecurity. And by the way, like I'm still that human. I get insecure. I'm like, mm, I don't know. And this is why I have so much fun speaking into this because it's not like anyone that you see who is an entrepreneur or small business owner is like superhuman. They just like, they threw themselves in and they figured some things out. So in terms of first steps, one, so I'm the kind of person who I realized that I am best with like kind of a soft entry. What does that mean? It took me seven years of having other side hustles, like my bartending, my waiting tables. I was a Nike athlete and hip hop dancer. Um, I cleaned people's houses, including their toilets. I was a personal assistant. I did so many things because I chose to live in New York, which is a very expensive place. And I wanted to have money coming in that wasn't my business related because as a life coach, what is more depressing than a life coach who needs clients, who's like desperate for money. So I was like, I want to give myself the chance to really hone my skills, to get my training, to work with people, to develop this thing without the pressure of needing to keep a roof over my head. So I am willing Mm. to do all of these other things, right? To have the money coming in so that I could build the business at a pace and with the integrity that I wanted. And there's actually a study that came out that for some people, and we'll talk more about this, I want to unpack it. They did a study, I think it was about 17,000 entrepreneurs here in the United States, that folks who had like a day job, some type of job, and they kept their day job while they were starting their business were 33% less likely to fail. Hmm. And I want to unpack that because when you're built like I am, I am generally speaking risk averse when it comes to finances it was way more fun and possible for me to really build something unique and longstanding when I had other cash coming in. I remember meeting someone else early on my journey who was built differently. She was the type of human that she really rose up when she burned the bridges behind her. Yes, because I was going to ask, sometimes 
you think that the statistics would be with the person who burned the bridges because you had no choice and you have to win. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Yep. So this comes back to self-awareness, Maria. So one of the first steps is to actually ask yourself, like, what kind of person am I? And you don't, this doesn't have to be an intellectual exercise, like just feel into your heart. Are you the kind of person who loves to have a little bit of safety in the background so that it gives you the space to experiment and play and try different things without having the fear of not being able to either keep a roof over your head or eat that mac and cheese or whatever it is, right? That, mm-hmm. that you need to do to keep things on the track. Or do you tend to be the kind of person who's like flipping the friggin' table, burning everything, and that's what makes you rise up. That's what makes you call to get those clients. That's what makes you get out there and pitch. That's what makes your best self show up is when you have that pressure cooker of do or die. 
everyone's built differently. And that's why you said, what's step one? Establish your risk averseness when it comes to money. And once you do that, you can start to make a plan to get the education that you need because no one teaches us how to start a business. I, even though my dad was a small business owner, it's like, they don't teach this stuff in college. Right. And we don't know what the hell we're doing. Um, and so for me, I had to thank God. One of the things of my coach training, not only did they teach us the coaching skills, which were incredible, but the lesson they told me was this, Maria, they said, it does not matter how great of a coach you are, how much transformation that you can support people in having. If you don't also train yourself in how to run a coaching business, you'll never make the difference that you were born to make. What does and that I mean? So you could be the best coach in the world, but if you don't know how to run a coaching business or to market your coaching services, no one's going to know about you. You could be the best website designer oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the world. You could, you be, could the be the best, best health show chef. in the world and nobody knows because I'm not marketing myself properly, which is so true. Correct. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that most people, and again, this is for most of us, especially those of us, like I don't have an MBA. I don't have a higher degree, right? I like taught myself. I'm self-taught. I've gone to all the things. So many of us think, and we have this mistaken notion, if I have the best product or service, or I am the best of the best at what I do, that people should just magically know about me, show up credit card in hand and be like beating down the door. And it's not like the field of dreams in business. You can't just build it and they will come. That kind of fantasy thinking will put you in the poorhouse and crush wow. your business dreams. I haven't heard somebody say this before. I love this. And, you know, I said this, I was actually on an event, Maria, um, a couple months ago, and it was a beautiful event. It was a business event. And a dear friend of mine had invited me to come speak. And so I was talking about everything is figure outable. And I love doing Q&A. So like answering questions and working with people and, and using my intuition, then helping to guide them. I freaking love nothing better. So this gentleman stood up super educated. Like, you know, when you know that people you are like, wow, you probably have like 17 different academic mm -hmm. degrees. You speak 17 different languages. Like you just know. And he, this was a sweetheart of a man. And he stood up and he said to me, he's like, Marie, I have a technology company. I am certain we are the best of the, like, no one can touch our technology. They cannot, we're the best at what we do, but I don't want to market. That's like beneath me. Like people should just come find me because we beat everyone else in terms of the technology they created. And I said, sir, with all due respect, I need you to hear me. It is the most arrogant position in the world for you to believe that you are so good that people should just come find you. I said, if you want your business to thrive and you want to make the difference you were born to make, and you want to make the money that you want to see your company make, which is beautiful, you have to recognize it's not your ideal client's job to come find you, it is your job to go find them. It is your job to get in front of them and create such an opportunity of value or education or inspiration or whatever it is and give them this beautiful opportunity to transform their lives. But if you stay in that arrogant position, like you're the best of the best and people should just flock to you, you're not going to be in business in a year or two. Yeah. And he because was like, the truth is, if you think about it from the other perspective as a consumer, we don't know where to find things, right? I mean, now with internet, you can Google what's the best, you know, vacuum cleaner. And, you know, for me, I go to Good Housekeeping because they do the seal of approvals and I trust yeah. them. But trying to find things when you need them isn't easy. And, and also, if you notice when you do, the first set of things you find, and I was thinking about it today, actually, when you search for something, 
the first things you see are ads. Mm -hmm. They're all ads. Mm -hmm. And so I always think to myself, don't be fooled by the ads. Somebody's paying to be there. But at the same time, someone's paying to be there. And so most of us are going to click right into those, right? And, yep. and then that gives you the opportunity to see somebody that you may not have been aware of or some product you weren't aware of. Totally. And when you understand, like kind of, so we jumped ahead a little bit, but it's still, it's still on the answer of how do we get started? I think understanding risk averseness, and then depending on who you are and what kind of business that you want to have, you have to get some kind of small business education. You really do. There's a ton of books out there. There's a ton of podcasts out there. There's online courses. There are all different kinds of ways based on how you learn best. Um, but you do. And the most important part of small business education in my again, humble opinion after doing this for so long is people need to understand and embrace a love of what I call modern marketing. And what I found, especially when I was starting out was, um, you know, so I had these simul careers. I'm like a, I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I call myself because I like to do a lot of different things. I don't just have one gift. I have many gifts and I love to be able to blend them together. And I remember teaching fitness classes in New York city and actually around the world as a Nike athlete. And a lot of uh, the women in my class would be like, Marie, how are you doing what you're doing? Like, how are you doing this coaching business? And you're doing like all this Nike stuff and you're selling these like workouts and all this stuff. Like what's going on? And I told them, I would say, I understand marketing. And this was the new world of online marketing. And again, back in 2003 or four and be like, oh, I have an idea for something, but I don't want to do the marketing. Like that's, I'm the idea person. Like someone else should handle that. And Maria, I heard this so many times from so many sorry, but like really smart women. And I was watching them shrink themselves, diminish their capability, diminish their earning power because they said, oh, I'm just the ideas person. Marketing and sales is icky. I don't want to be aggressive. I don't want to be like a used car salesman. And so they were shunning the very part of the business that would make them not only the money that they desired, but would help them make the impact in the lives of the people they were hoping to serve. So I realized that there was this huge disconnect between specifically uber heart-based, talented, idea-generating women and their ability to turn their ideas into a profitable business because they had this huge, big negative resistance to marketing. Wow. Which I share and which is why I'm so excited to do B-School finally. Yeah. Now that I've mastered my Dr. Joe stuff, I'm like, I have to do this because Kevin will listen and Kelsey too will listen to people interview the same people as me. And they just call me all the time. I don't listen to them. They're like, Maria, it doesn't even compare. Why don't people know about this show? And I think I'm one of those probably smart women who um, is neglecting that very thing because I don't like selling and marketing necessarily. And I'm just like, well, I'm just here for anybody who wants to be a part of it, whoever wants to get this message, whoever wants to hear all of this, which is lame because the whole goal of, of this for me and the passion behind this is to reach as many people as I can and share this message with everyone that they need to be the CEO of their health, that they need to take this into higher consideration, that we really are, are on, our, on an island, whatever medical institution we're at wherever we are, it really is all up to us and, yes. and, and so many more messages. And yet it's going to such a small, finite group of people that are so loyal and so here for it, but it should be going to more. 
Yeah. And by the way, you're not alone. And for everyone who has like a resistance to sales and marketing, there's actually a really good reason for that. So the resistance is a hundred percent justified because for most of us, our exposure to marketing is really aggressive. It's really slimy. It's unethical. Ugh. Right. No, there is. So that's been our exposure. Um, It's almost like an old school version of it. And so I just want to broaden this out for a minute because in almost every industry, and we know this to be true, whether it is the medical industry, whether it is education, it could be entertainment, it could be marketing and business, it could be politics, it could be religion. You go down. There are unethical people that do unethical behavior in every category of life right? And then there are other people who are just like integrous rock stars. And you're like, oh my gosh, thank goodness you exist. In marketing, most of us don't realize that another option is possible because we've been so tainted by the bullshit. And we've been so like grossed out and yucked out and icked out. And so here's what I want to invite you. And again, we're going to do this together in B-School, but for anyone who's even, whether you have a mission, you have a nonprofit, you have a book, you have a podcast, you have a business, doesn't matter. You still need to get your message in front of the right people. Mm -hmm. And here's the reason why. If you have something that you believe in, that you know in your heart of hearts is meant to really serve people at a higher level, and you don't do everything you can to effectively market the bejesus out of it, you are stealing from those who need you most. Oh, and, that makes me I do mean stealing. Like it's one of my core beliefs that every single one of us has been gifted, right? With a little set of special gifts and we're meant to figure out a way to contribute them. And some people contributing them, it's within a team and that's beautiful. Entrepreneurship is not better than non-entrepreneurship, but for those of us, for whatever reason, feel called to create something, you know, to generate it and to kind of lead it out into the world. And frankly, I think even on uh, employees, team members, we all need to have the entrepreneurial mindset because there's no sure things anymore. So we have to always mm-hmm. be innovating. We have to always be marketing. But the thing that I want to say is this, When you understand modern marketing, the way that I teach it and the way we can share it, the best of your humanity comes out, not the worst. So to be a really effective modern marketer, you have to have tremendous empathy, transparency. You have to listen. You have have to that. Yes. Generosity. I have that too. Yes. Like going on a checklist. Okay. Yeah. So, and let me ask you this, Maria, because we're friends and I know the freaking answer to this. So, but I need to lead you there. Do you like sharing with people? Like if you've seen the best movie ever, do you like calling people and be like, oh my, you have to drop everything. Yes. That's my, everything is sharing. So do you, if, if you found, if you hit up an amazing like restaurant, would you not call me and be like, Marie, you have to eat this and and you need to go there now. Two seconds. I feel like I spend all my time just sharing everything. Yes. So you already have the qualities of a fantastic modern marketer. We just haven't corralled <gasps> that energy. Whoa. Into, yes. Strategies and vehicles that can help you create the kind of conversion and momentum that can forward your business goals. Okay. Let me say something here. What you just said hit me so hard because at the beginning of this, I'm like, I don't like sales. I'm not really good at this stuff, whatever. But I actually am amazing at sales because when I'm talking about my favorite TV show, my favorite food, my favorite new health thing or whatever, 
I'll yes. sell a billion of them. Like people yes. will go and buy whatever it is and do whatever it is because they know I'm honest. So transparency. Um, and, and so now if I can funnel it, I think the thing is, is we all are afraid to do it for ourselves, right? It's like advocating for ourselves or anything like that feels hard because like, even when I tell someone to listen to the show, I'll talk to someone, I'll be helping them with their health. And then I'm like, really, honestly, you should be listening to the show. I'm like, I'm not saying that because I want you to download my show and it's about me. I'm like, it's really your accountability partner every day to stay on track. And you're every day going to have somebody in your face that's helping you and giving you some new nugget that's going to change your life. So that's what I'm saying the few times I say it. Um, and so I understand what's what the feeling is behind it. It's like, a, it's like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm just saying it for me. And I yeah. want me, me, me. I want to feel amazing. Like make me, you know, the number one health show or whatever. It's not a vanity thing. It's we have to focus more on the actual root of what you really want. That's right. And so this is fun though. This is the fun zone. So when these light bulbs start to go off, this is how I have so much fun working with people because I'm like, look, if I can remove a few of these emotional and again, very legitimate blocks, they were there for a reason, but we're just not seeing the whole picture of what the mm -hmm. other possibility is. And so when you get to like unleash the love of marketing. And that's, I'm like a passionate lover of marketing because I'm a passionate lover of transformation. I'm a passionate lover of getting people results. So I am fucking unashamed because we pour so much into what we do. I'm like, yeah. look, I get your ass in this. And if you don't like it, I'll refund your money. I don't care. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I'm here to serve you, but I'm going to bring all of my energy. I'm going to bring all of my creativity. I'm going to bring all of this, what God gave me if you tell me that you have an issue or a challenge, and I am certain in my heart of hearts that I have something that can get you on that path to where you want to go, again, I am stealing from you if I don't open my mouth or if I don't do everything I can to give you the opportunity to step into that reality for yourself. Wow. And so, and again, then there's, and then there's the tools and strategies, but if we don't have this alignment in us where we feel really pure about it and it is really pure, mm -hmm. No, you can't outsource this. You know this. And so many people, I mean, not to say that like I have, I have team, I have people, we've built this team. So I have lots of smart people helping me, but if I'm not the champion of my brand and my products and my services, no one's ever going to fight harder for my business than I am. No one's ever going to yeah. go out there do you know, and be that spokesperson and make those connections or those partnerships or opportunities or whatever. They're not going to want it more than I do. Nope. No one. And that's one block, but I feel like we also have other blocks. Like, yeah, I can't do it. I don't know how to yeah. do this, which is, I'll tell you for years been in my head. I can't do it. I, I don't know what to do. How, do. how do you structure these a corp C corps, whatever the fuck corps. And then you do, oh, yeah. you know, rounds of investing and all this stuff. And like, uh, yeah. it just seems yeah. so hard. And I remember saying, I wish I went to business school. And I really wanted to go to business school. And so many times in my journey, I've said, I'm going to go to business school. Now I want to go to medical school. So I want to do that too. But yeah. that's why the light bulb went off when you said you were redoing B-School and making a fresh new, you know, visual course that, you know, is updated. I was like, oh, it's time. This is, yeah. this is my time to do this. Yes. So, okay. Let me address what you said before, because the, again, mm -hmm. all legitimate fears. So we got a great fix for this. It's something we've mentioned on the show before. So people can go back and dive, dive deep into that. So 
everything you mentioned, like, I don't know an S corp and is a C corp. What the hell do I do? Do I want funding? Do I not want funding? How do I set this thing up? Blah, 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 blah. Our magic phrase, everything is figure outable. All that totally figure outable. And here's the best thing when it comes to, especially small business owners like us, right? We're like, I've got this idea. I want to start getting out there. Starting small and sucky beats staying stucky. What does that mean? We don't have to get it perfect. We're going to figure it out. We don't have Mm -hmm. to have a gajillion dollar investment right away. Some of the most successful businesses start out really small. You get your one product out, you get your one service out, you get the ball rolling, and we're going to figure it out as we go. Everything is figure outable. There's been millions and millions of successful business owners. Like Maria, you are so smart. Your listeners are so smart. I'm not the smartest tool in the shed, but God damn it, I am committed. (laughs) Really? I'm like, I'll try harder than anybody. You know, but, but also you just need some guidance. Like one of the other things, and this is, this is why I get so passionate about this. So starting when I started early 2000s, it was a different world. Social didn't exist. We didn't have TikTok. There wasn't Instagram. There wasn't any of that. YouTube didn't exist. Facebook didn't exist. Right. So I started my business back in the day when people were like online business, like what the hell is that? And I'm here typing emails, creating content weekly, starting this whole party train. One of the challenges now that I love helping people solve for is to reduce the overwhelm because people are like, there's a gajillion way, right? There's a, did I go get funding? Do I need a series A? Do I want to self-fund? We can simplify all of this for people. Um, And I know we're going to talk about As a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. In a few minutes, but we've got something free coming up where I teach people a little bit of a roadmap. I call them the six profit boosters, where we help people map out the six core things that if you pay attention to these six core areas, not 757, not 43,000 different things, six core things in one specific order. I've seen over 80,000 case studies. This is the path that gets you on the road to success with creating the highest likelihood of the outcomes you want possible. No one's got a business crystal ball, not me or anyone else. So there's no such thing as like guaranteed results, but there are tried and true things that if you do this in this particular order, you are setting yourself up for the best possible chance of everything working. Wow. And with B-School, how, how long is that course? Yeah. Okay. So for context, B-School. Because obviously I'm still waiting for the new one to come out. Yes, when is everybody the new one coming is. out? Yeah, the new one. So 
so B School, the online business school for modern entrepreneurs who want to make money and make a difference. That's kind of our core promise. Um, so the course itself, we walk people through the course over six weeks. Um, it's not open yet. It, it will open in February. I know you're going to have links um, in your description to kind of, mm-hmm. if people want to check it out, they can come check it out. We have tons of free resources, but we basically walk you through all of those six profit boosters and help you have the clarity, the confidence, and the skills that you need to make this kind of business happen. So whether you're just starting out and you're like, I don't know what the is going on. I know I want a business. I don't know if I should have one. What are my ideas? How do I vet them? We actually have a whole program for you called Start the Right Business that's included. So that's that. We've got that part handled. For people who already have a business, but it's either like not super working for you or you feel overwhelmed or you've hit a plateau, it's probably because one of these six profit boosters, you're off kilter or you're not focusing on the right things. Here's something I like to share, Maria, with people. Most entrepreneurs struggle and ultimately fail, not because they're not working hard enough, but because they're working way too hard on all the wrong things. Mm. They're on social all the goddamn time and they don't know what the hell they're doing there, right? They're like doing all this stuff. It's like a gajillion shiny objects. They feel like they're working nonstop, but the results, whether that is the income, the revenue, the sales, the growth like is not there, I can guarantee they're they're burning out on the wrong shit. And yeah. so the B-School helps you focus on the critical few things. And I'm just going to be real. You know me, so you can attest this. I do not. I, first of all, I've been doing this so long. I don't want to work 24-7. Yeah. I got a man. I got a pet. I got family. I got friends. <laughs> do you, you have a I mean? rich life. Like I've always said this since I actually got to spend time with you. Out of all the people I know in these spaces, you really do have a rich, beautiful life. Like you go to your nice dinners, you have your fun with your, your partner and your dog and, and you're happy, like you're genuinely happy. And, and I remember when we first spent that weekend, um, in Napa, I was like, Oh yeah, this is my person. She's my friend. Like she's, she's someone to emulate and, and to follow and learn from. And so, you know, that's, it's, it's definitely something that, um, that you should, you know, really be admired for, I think. Oh, well, again, I'm so far from perfect. And so much of why I am the way now I am now is because of all the mistakes I made in the past doing it a different, I was like, mm, not, I'm gonna learn <laughs> not doing that anymore. But my, the reason I bring this up is because one of the fears that I've seen a lot of people either starting their business or wanting to get to that next level is they're afraid that it's going to destroy their lives. Mm-hmm. They're afraid that they won't be able to either handle the responsibility, that they won't have the leadership skills, that they're not smart enough or intelligent enough, or they don't have the capacity to handle the kind of success that they dream of truly. Managing people. Yes, all of this. And what I've seen time and time again through us kind of shepherding all these beautiful souls through B-School is like they come in to learn all these skills, but what they come out with is such confidence in themselves. Like here's really my mission as a teacher in this realm. My goal is to help people think and make wise decisions for themselves. And I have ways of doing that. So like, it's not like I am not the be all know all, but I am really good at helping people train their confidence and their discernment so that they know how to make decisions wisely. 
Because mm. look, the tech is going to change, right? The landscape is going to change, but there are certain things in business. There are certain timeless elements and principles that don't change because they're based in human nature and human nature hasn't changed in millennia. We, like yeah. many, many of us are the same. So yeah. if I can train you to make really wise decisions and to build that confidence, then when you come out on the other side of B-School, it's like, again, you don't have to keep looking at Marie. I'm not the be all end all. I know you are for yourself. So my job is to unlock all that. It's to teach you a few core things is to get you really trained up is to help you understand, especially too, now that chat GPT is here and all these robots, which by the way, are fucking amazing, but you have to know how to yield them. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a shit show coming, I'm telling you, especially in the industry of like how to's and all this stuff because the robots and chat GPT and AI is able to crank out a ton of stuff and you're going to have to be even more discerning with what you say yes to and what you say no to. Wow. And, but my, my point is that on the other side of B-School is not just like a bunch of tactics. It's a roadmap and it's the confidence that you need to be a great business owner for as long as you want. Wow. Okay. So I need to know specifics on B-School. Yeah. Just for, for even just for myself, because I need to know what the time commitment is. So it's six weeks. Yeah. How many like hours a day are you doing this? So it's, that's a great question. So we release one module a week over six weeks and the modules, I don't have it all memorized in my head. Like I can pull this up for you and we certainly have it with our company, but this is the thing I want to say. You have lifetime access to the program. So Maria, for example, let's say you carved out like an hour a day. You know what I mean? You're going to go through module one and there's worksheets. One of the kind of variables with this is like, I don't know how much knowledge, and this is the truth you're coming in with. So it's like, you might have to watch a video like, oh, let me slow that down. What did she say again? Yeah, like, I yeah, yeah. That, that was like Dr. Joe. I had to rewatch it sometimes just to make sure it got in my head right. Yes. Or like a fun sheet. If you're like, oh gosh, like I'm super clear. I know exactly like this is going to be, these are my ideal people. Like you're able to answer these questions really quickly. Like you'll breeze through some of the fun sheets where there might be another person who's a little earlier on their journey. They're like, you know what? I need to actually marinate on this for a day. So that's where the timing, like how much time do I need to devote to this? I'm not trying to get out of the answer. It is just really variable based on your clarity and also what else you got going on in your life. But if you can devote like an hour a day about to it, you're going to get through the program. And here's what I've seen over now. This is going to be our 14th year taking people through this experience is you don't have to do it all to get all the benefit. Like for some people, based on where they are, they're like, they go through three modules. They're like, oh my God, I got everything I need. Like I have so much, I'm going to press pause and I'm going to come back in a few months and keep going because I have so much richness to activate right now that pause it. And it's like, great, because you can be in there for life. And our people come back and usually do it every single year (laughs) because they're like, yes, yeah, we do it. When we're launching something new, like if I'm coming up with a new book or a new offer, we actually go back to our own material, not because I'm such a genius, but because it is based on timeless principles that have worked for centuries. And again, will continue to work unless we all turn into cyborgs and some weird fucking shit happens. Which could happen. <laughs> Which could. <laughs> Which for now, you'll, it's not. <laughs> you'll figure out how to help the cyborgs. Totally. Um, I love it. Okay. So friends, if you're listening to this and you're like, I need to do this, um, Marie has a free live three-day dream business boot camp and B-School February 7th, 8th, and 9th. So it's a live three-day boot camp challenge. People can start signing up right now. Um, 
We're going to put a link in the summary of this episode, so you can just click on that and go right to it. Um, Marie, will you tell us a little bit about this? Because I know you have prizes that are really cool oh, yeah. as well. So Dream Business Bootcamp, consider it like the preschool to B-school. So it's 100% free. Anyone from all over the world can come join, come take it. If you like think you want a business or you do have a business, but you want it to be better, we're going to help walk you through like, do you have a screen business, which makes you want to pull your hair out? You're like, what the hell am I doing? Or do you have a dream business? And those are acronyms and they're fucking amazing. You're going to get a scorecard. You're going to be able to evaluate where you are, where you want to go. Day one, we're going to help you get so clear on what your dream business looks like, because we need to have that clarity of vision. You know, my dream business is going to look different than your dream business. It's going to look different than Kelsey's dream business or anyone else's dream business. So we want to get it really clear and solid for you. So that's day one. Day two, we're going to simplify again. The world has become a very noisy place. And most people that are entrepreneurial, I have an ADHD brain. My brain can go in a million different directions. I can get pulled by all the shiny objects, but I don't because we want to simplify to amplify. We don't have to do all the things. We just have to do a handful of things really effectively. And so we'll walk you through how to simplify and also give you those six profit boosters so you can see which ones that you really need to pay attention to. And then on day three of Dream Business Bootcamp, um, we teach you how to amplify, meaning like, how do we get supercharged results? How do we not only get there faster, but have this actually be fun? Like building a business is not easy. It's not all rainbows and unicorns or walks in the park. Like I do the ugly cry in the corner. Everybody does. That's the journey of growth. But there are certain things that you can do to not only give yourself a chance of more success, but to actually have the journey be joyful. So we talk about amplification on day three. Again, it's 100% free when you come participate live, because I know how important it is for people to do this work. When you do it live and you comment every day, you're going to be entered in to win um, some amazing prizes. So one is um, a total tech pack. So all my favorite gear that honestly helps me run a multi-million dollar business from anywhere, I'm going to give it to you. Another one is a total self-care pack. So like some of my best skin stuff and my cashmere sweaters and like some of my things that just make me feel good while I'm getting the work done. And then prize pack number three is actually a dream weekend in New York City. So you know, Maria, I live in the West Village. I love the West Village. There are certain restaurants and certain boutiques. So we'll fly you out. We'll put you in a hotel and I'm going to give you gift certificates to some of my favorite places just so you can dream a little bit bigger. Like I love New York. I live here. And I think people can sometimes dream bigger here. So we want to give folks um, that chance. So it's going to be super fun and it's free. And if nothing else, you will learn so much about yourself. You'll have clarity and motivation and you can get yourself uh, on the path to that dream business. That's so cool. And maybe you'll find out that it's not for you. Maybe you don't want to do your business. Maybe that's the takeaway too. Who knows? And that's a beautiful it's thing good to know. It's perfect to know because yeah. entrepreneurship is not better than non-entrepreneurship, but having that clarity for yourself then allows you to go full on into whatever your next chapter looks like. And you can do it without regret. I love it. Well, I'm very excited to do this, um, and take heel squad to the next level because I really do believe in our mission so much and it's time to, uh, it's time to to do it. And so um, if friends, you want to sign up for this free live three-day business, dream business bootcamp, you can just click the link in the summary and join Marie and everyone uh, there on February 7th, 8th, and 9th. Um, and so you'll send them a link. They'll 
be able to go live yeah. and yeah. Yeah. It's super fun. It's super simple. All the information is there that people can possibly need. People are already signed up from all over the world and we're going to have fun together. We're going to learn and, um, and it's going to be great. And those prizes are really, really nice. They're um, super dope. My, my team is like, wait, can we enter? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's for the people. It is for the people. <laughs> I love it. Marie, thank you so much. Um, I always love chatting with you and, uh, and I'm really excited to go on this journey with you, another journey. Um, and so, um, yeah, until next time, until next time. Love you, girl. All right, friends. If that is something you are more interested in learning about again, free live three day dream business bootcamp, February 7th, 8th, and 9th. You can sign up with the link in the summary. Join us there. She's also doing those prizes. So $20,000 in prizes, which is pretty bomb. Um, I know a lot of people would really benefit from that fun trip to New York because I've done that fun trip with her and she's really good at curating in a great weekend. Um, so it's free. If you want to figure out what you're missing and not doing right in your business, that will help amplify it. Or if you are in a job and you're like, I really want to follow this dream and this idea. I have to build this. You got to do this. Um, I, I know I have to. I think this is what's been holding me back from my higher success. And so I'm excited to do it. In the meantime, I hope this was helpful for you. We love you all. Be nice people, make good choices and be pleasant. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or MariaMenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.